0: Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Thursday, July 14th. Enforcement action by the MFDA remained robust in 2021, including an increase in fines. The self regulatory organisation's newly published enforcement report shows that it commenced 91 disciplinary proceedings and closed 95, with fines against members and approved persons totaling more than $4.3 million, plus costs of more than $433,000. There were fewer new cases opened last year than in 2020, but proceedings were up from 79, and while fines increased from $3.5 million in the previous year, they were well below 2019's total of $9.3 million. The collection rate for fines also increased from 29% in 2020 to 45% in 2021. The nature of the top five primary allegations made in cases opened at the case assessment stage were business standards, suitability of investments, unauthorised or discretionary trading, transfer of accounts and pre-signed forms. There were 19 permanent bans and 35 suspensions issued in 2021, up from 16 and 24 respectively in the prior year, four educational course requirements were issued. New research from Schroders has revealed an increased focus on sustainable investing results among Canadian institutional investors, which are also continuing to search for reliable ESG data sources. Of Canadian investors who were asked what motivated their focus on sustainable investing, over half mentioned having a beneficial impact on society and the environment. This contrasts with 38% of respondents in the US and 50% worldwide. Canadian investors place a higher value on being able to observe the impact of their money, with 54% saying that knowing how their money affects society is extremely essential. Thematic investing and active corporate interaction trailed ESG integration into the investment process by a significant margin, with nearly 9 in 10 Canadian survey respondents ranking it as their favourite strategy for investing sustainably. ESG integration was also the favoured strategy for both international and US respondents, but on a slightly smaller scale. 62% of Canadian respondents said they were considering sustainable investment opportunities, which is higher than the global average of 58%. The makeup of Canadian households is evolving amid generational preferences and necessities. While there are some households made up of two parents with 2.4 children, the reality across Canada is that many people are not living in what may once have been considered a traditional arrangement. Statistics Canada has released data from Census 2021 which shows that there's been a sharp increase in the number of one-person Canadian households. There were 4.4 million people living alone in 2021, a record high, reflecting a long-term trend. This means that around 3 in 10 Canadian households consist of just one person person although this is the second lowest in the G7, just ahead of the US. Interestingly it's Canadians aged 35 to 44 where solo living is on the rise, with a doubling of the percentage over the past 40 years, although it's still only 10%. The analysis cites several reasons for the increase in solo living, such as choosing to delay family formation, growing relationship instability, the rise of non-cohabiting relationships, urbanisation, changing lifestyle preferences and the growth of high-rise apartments. Life expectancy has increased and there's now less of a gap between men and women and this has led to couples being able to live together for longer. And because statistically men die first, this has led to a decrease in the number of women aged 65 plus who are living alone. Living with roommates has also seen a rise. This is the fastest growing type of household in Canada, with a 54% increase from 2001 to 2021, although still representing only 4% of all Canadian households. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters. Plus, with rising bank rates and CPI, it's time to up client communication, say advisors. A Morningstar study finds two major factors driving reductions in mutual fund fees and lenders in high potential reverse mortgage market warned of risk. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.